defenses. Initiate bank protocol. Initiate bank protocol. Initiate bank protocol. Initiate bank protocol. Spooky robots and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's got to start. Spooky robots and shit. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another wonderful episode of Bird Protocol. Uh, I am uh, your uh, host with the most. That's a pun for the the uh, yeah. the, the show. Anyway, uh, I'm Palm Reader. with the hostess chips. The, I'm the host with the uh, sentience. <laughs> the host with the post hardcore toast to the <laughs> roast. Uh, I'm Palm Reader, coast to coast. As I said, and yeah, you are. I'm. I'm. Who am I? I. I. I don't know who I am. Did you implant a cell? And who am I? Whose memories is this? Whose memories? Who is am this? I? Is, is everything just? A- who am I? Am I? Uh, am I a little girl? Am who knows? Am I a cowboy? Am I a samurai? What am I? I don't know. I don't know. But today I, I, I'm Otis Morris. Today you're Otis Morris. And uh, these violent delights have violent ends. This is the Westworld podcast. Yeah. Uh, much like the Hannibal podcast, we are talking about the whole series, uh, seasons one, two, and three. Up oh, to shit, this point. really? I thought we were just talking about the movie. <laughs> Damn. Uh, that would be a very short podcast. I, don't I just like watched the a random 1970s movie. I know you didn't do that. No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, we are talking about uh, the HBO uh, sci-fi cerebral western uh, kind of eventually turning into cyberpunk. Um, uh, I don't know. It, it's kind of, know. it goes everywhere. There's we're, we're a going- genre. There's an episode where it's just different genres. There's I think there's most genres of things have been covered. In yeah, the well, show. because he, the drug is called genre. Yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this movie is, uh, or this TV show, uh, it started in uh, October of 2016. Uh, It's an HBO show, as I said before. Uh, It's won a bunch of awards. Outstanding supporting actress and drama series. Oh, excuse me. Um, Critics' Choice Best Actress won Satellite Award. Um, Yeah, Fandy Newton won the Emmy. Anyway, it's uh, it's, it's a great show. It's a fantastic TV show. There have been three seasons up to this point. As I said, the fourth season, I imagine, won't come for a little bit Mm because it is a larger show a la Game of Thrones and it costs a lot of money to make. Yeah, it's got the budget of a Hollywood big blockbuster movie. It's got the budget of a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, and it shows. It's sick. Because it's a Jonathan Nolan show. Oh yeah, that's right. He's a writer. Is he a well, show? He created writer? it. He created it. Yeah, him and his wife created. It, I'm pretty well, sure. Damn, I haven't pulled up the full Wikipedia page, and I'm sure I knew that. But we're packing to go to the cottage uh, tomorrow, and uh, I just haven't. I'm not. I'm not on it. But let's uh, let's go. Hey. Let's talk about this. So the cast of the show. We've got Evan Rachel Wood as Dolores, um, Thandie Newton as as Maeve, Jeffrey Wright as Bernard, Ed Harris as the men the man in black, Tessa Thompson's in it as Charlotte Hale, Luke Hemsworth, James Marsden's in it. This show has like tons of people. Oh, and I'm forgetting Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Aaron Paul's in the third season. Yeah. Rodrigo Santoro, uh, Jimmy Simpson. Uh, oh, it just goes on and on. On and on. Ben Barnes, Simon Quarterman, Vincent Castles in the third season. Um, there's a lot of people. There's a lot, there's of, a people. lot of people. Uh, and and uh, and the show is um, 
So basically, the, the premise of the show when it starts is that there is this place called Westworld. Uh, there's this company called Delos that owns multiple uh, worlds that are filled yeah. with what are called hosts. They're, yeah, uh, and it's basically just an amusement park amusement where park. rich people go, and then they're like, you want to be a cowboy? We'll pay... It's some exorbitant amount of money, like, and you can go be a cowboy, and you can do whatever you want with basically no repercussions. Whatsoever. Yeah, it's no, like it's like it's like Red Dead Redemption to except uh, like extreme acid. VR. Yeah, except like you're literally you are literally yeah. John. So Marston, so these hosts, or, these androids that are there, these hosts, they are set on loops, so they do the same thing every day. And people who are there, they just go there for for the day or for a couple of days, and they traverse around and go on adventures. There's like family friendly parks of parts of the park. There's dangerous outlaw type things you just go yeah. around and see. There's all these narratives that are running all the time, and, and they're constantly updating, adding more narratives. Yeah, yeah. Like there's literally a guy that's a writer. Like yeah. So the so the whole thing is is an, it's an amusement park. Um, that's filled with androids. Yeah. And so West World yeah. is the Wild West, wor- Delos World, yeah. but there are other ones in season two, we see Samurai World. Um, yeah. And, uh, and then near the end of season two, I think they talk about a couple other ones. Yeah, there was Samurai World, there was a World War II world. Oh, you see the India world, you see yeah, the World the, yeah, War II world. Yeah, there's the India, the British Empire, India one. Um I'm sure there's others. Is it uh, season three at the start that you see the World War II world? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're in, uh, like, Nazi-occupied... Well, I guess they're in fascist Italy, I think. Yeah. So there's all these different worlds that are all running these different things, and the, and the first season particularly deals with um, the uh, issue of sentience, of the hosts yes. gaining sentience, and how Anthony Hopkins' character... His, his original partner didn't want to um, open the park because he realized that the androids could become conscious and yeah. they could have their own way of thinking and their own way of existing. And then I'm not going to spoil the whole story, but season one is basically Anthony Hopkins character following in the footsteps of his former partner and breaking and giving the hosts consciousness and allowing their revolution to happen. Yeah. Um, And then it's also like, and then it raises the questions because then you also find out they're implanting the host with like real people's memories. So then it's like questioning like whose like life is it? And then that like uh, it's a very confusing. That, that gets that's show. more season two. Is that season two? Yeah, See, season I can't two. remember. Season one is just basically the two timelines. There's Dolores uh, and uh, Dolores becoming conscious, and then there's the Dolores in the past yeah. where where Will. Uh, where she meets Will, who is the man in black. Remember when they show, when they had that reveal? We watched this at my cottage like two years ago for the first time, I think it was, together. And, uh, and, the, this show is is heavy on the twist, but they're very beautifully done. They're yeah. very well done. Um, and it deals a lot with like multiple narratives happening at once, all three seasons. 
Yeah, there's a lot happening at once. There's a lot happening at once. But you but don't it, know it, and it does, it reveals it in a very slick way. Well, what I like is that they do the first one. The first one is is like a fake out. Yeah. The first season is like, oh, we're making you believe that this is all happening at once, but then we pull the rug out um, from under you in the second last episode. Yeah, and you then realize the, it takes place in like two timelines. Two, well, well like two, two 30, main, 40 years apart. Two main timelines. And then, like, a couple instances of other small timelines. Yeah. And then the second season is more multiple timelines, but it's, like, what happens before and what happens after an event, but they really clearly delineate it. Like, you, uh, once you get, like, halfway in, you realize, like, okay, that there's two, there's two, uh, it's kind of like t- the idea. The, the idea of tenant where you have one going forward and one going backwards kind of, but not really. I don't know. It's there's, th- there's a point where they both diverge from, but they both intertwine in weird ways. And then the third they one is go. just a multiple, multiple storyline. There's not really any temporal narrative play. It's just uh, multiple. Yeah, it's more of just a straightforward story, which the whole season, you're kind of like expecting something to come about where you're like, something's not right and then it's just kind of like no everything's just kind of happening at the same time you're like oh okay um well but then there's that last after yeah. credit scenes in the third yeah the last episode i don't know the third season's kind of a this point because it's like there's no west world i feel like it was a transitory period i feel like they were trying to get their footing and i feel like near the end of the season at the start and then near the end it was really good but i think in the middle it really suffered a little bit um, but who knows? We'll see what happens season four. I still did like season three. It was just compared to season one and two. Season three is yeah. to Westworld what season two to True De- Detective is. It's different. It's approached in a different way. It doesn't have the the yeah, kind but of but it's getting stuff. away from the thing that's so interesting about it is that it's sci-fi, but it's not. But it's old. Now it's just like, oh, now it's just sci-fi. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the the hosts were always, the hosts escaping and Dolores's journey was always the main point. That's what the writers said. That was always the main point and that she was always going to get out. But I agree with you. We could have had a little bit yeah, more no, Westworld in our Westworld TV show. Yeah, no, yeah, no it could have had, like, if... Like, I understand the Dolores storyline has to leave Westworld. That's the whole point, but... They could have at least had a storyline that was still in Westworld somehow. I'm sure that like, they... I'm if sure they that somehow, is... somehow had a better way of actively showing what Dolores is doing outside and how it's impacting the host inside yeah. of the park. Well, but... The, I don't know. Maybe that's a season four thing. I don't know. We we shall see because season four will come. Um, I, I guess also we hate say- how season three just ends like fucking... It just ends exactly like Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh my god! But instead well, of the pixies anyway, playing, anyway, we should Pink Floyd. before we get too into season three. Let's let's roll it back. Let me just go through a bit of the Wikipedia thing. We already said that we watched the first season together at my cottage, and let me tell you some of those twist episodes that happened near the end of the season. We watched it over like I think it was a week. We were up there, and oh my god, yeah. And uh, and when it was getting close to the end and all the twists that were happening, Matt and I were collectively losing our mind. I remember there was one thing. I can't remember what it was, that the, what the twist was. But um, I remember that you stood up and threw your hat across the room, which I thought was the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. 
That was uh, you, real reaction. You were just like, what the fuck, man? Anyway, so this TV show does, uh, across all of the seasons, it plays with a lot of high, uh, like hard sci-fi topics, ideas yeah. of sentience, ideas of, ident- of, of identity, um, ideas of, of immortality, of uh, post-humanism. Man versus technology, yeah. bro. And, and yeah. post-humanism. Uh, is in a lot of it because one of the main storylines is that they're trying to find a way to make, to put a human brain yeah. in an android body. Yeah. Um, humanity itself. Humanity itself being, whether uh, it's good or evil. Stuff like memories. Um, it, it touches on such a vast, like vast array of different sci-fi topics. It's very much... Yeah, it's basically like I don't know. It's it's like Jurassic Park for robots, kind yeah, of. Yeah, well, it, it kinda, was. I was just about to get to the point that it well, was it isn't originally, the same writer. Yeah, it was originally done by Michael Crichton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's based on uh, on a, uh, a movie, a 1973 film of the same name that was written and directed by Michael Crichton, who uh, also wrote Congo, Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Prey. Um, tons and tons of the Andromeda Strain, all this stuff. One, uh, 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 a f- all Foremost that and eminent shit. sci-fi author and writer and thinker of of uh, of our time. Rest in peace to him. Um, so it says, you know, Westworld is American science fiction, a Western and dystopian television series uh, created by Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, produced by HBO. Uh, it's based on the film, blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, and to the lesser extent, the film's 1976 sequel, Future World. Uh, the story begins in Westworld, a fictional technologically advanced Wild West theme amusement park populated by hosts. That was the joke, the host with the most. They're called hosts. I think I already said that, but whatever. Um, the park caters to high-paying guests who may indulge their wildest fantasies within the park without fear of retaliation from the hosts who are prevented by their programming from harming humans. Later on in the third season, the series plot expands to the real world in the mid-21st century where people's lives are driven and controlled by powerful, by a powerful, sorry, powerful, what is that? Controlled by a powerful mm. artificial intelligence named Robom. Yeah. Rehoboam. I couldn't figure out what its name was for a long time. I don't know. I was like, I was like, how do you spell that? It's R E H O B O A M. And then it's got like a brother that's got a weird name, like like testicle or something. I don't know. The third season really lost me for a lot of things. Um, uh, executive, the Nolan Joyer executive producers, along with JJ Abrams, Jerry Weintraub, and Brian Burke. Uh, first season was broadcast between October 2nd and December 4th, 2016. Um, the second season was in 2018, and the third season was this year. Uh, it started in March and ended in May. Boy, has so much changed between those times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, this show, I don't know. I- the first season and the first two seasons are I just they're so much better than the third season. The third season is just such a letdown to me. I, I honestly I I there was parts of it that I really liked, but parts of it I really didn't like. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the first two seasons where it was like consecutively sick like every episode it was like I don't feel like anything is letting me down. I just felt like oh yeah, this is like consistent in how dope it is mm-hmm. uh especially the first season um very very strong first season vibes 
it was one of the better television yeah. series seasons that I've watched. Yeah, no, in terms of first seasons, like it's up there with like True Detective. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, like I just finished watching True Detective season one again. First season of but, Fargo is great. But no, but like with Westworld, like season one, like just the concept of like, oh, you can go in and it's like sort of like a question of like morality for these like people, like the humans that go in because uh, I guess spoiler alert, uh, you meet this guy named Will and he, at first he's a really nice guy and all. And then, you know, it progresses through the years and you learn out he turns out to be Ed Harris, who's this really bad motherfucker who's just oh, killing man. motherfuckers. He has the one line in in, uh, in season two. But it shows like what a world <laughs> where no, where, where a lawless world would fucking ruin a person. And, and it's also, there's a lot of questions about humanity and questions about what makes us human and how, because the breakdown yeah. of Westworld, while there are humans still in Westworld and the androids start killing everybody, yeah. but the overall thing is that the androids became yeah. sentient because and are no longer in the beginning it was getting- more character driven. Like you had different character arcs that was following and then eventually, like in the third season, it's become so much bigger than like the characters themselves that it's like... Well, now you can't care about a character because now everybody at that point is a fucking robot. So now anybody can just be placed into anybody. And no, it's there, was, there, to, there was people in it. I don't know. I think that maybe because you watched the most of the third season a while ago and then just watched the last episode, I watched it like all. No, but even watching, that's why I stopped watching because I stopped caring. I was like, I don't care about any characters um, anymore. I don't care right. about any. I, I didn't hate it that much, but I enjoyed, I, I definitely understand the criticism. Uh, I think that it's not, the, by far, not the, the strongest of the three seasons. Um, and I think that it, I think that the first season and the second season, because they happen temporally in the narrative consecutively, like the first season is dealing with, uh, the specific robots who have been coded to be a part of this revolution. So Maeve, uh, Dolores, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy Wright's character, Bernard, who they, you think Bernard's a human and then you find out that he's not and it's all big. Ooh, he's actually a robot. Anyway, and then the seconds, and then they have their coup and they, they overtake, yeah. they become sentient, they overtake shit. And then they're allowed to kill people, so they start killing people. It goes wild, it goes crazy, and then it just ends. And then the second season is dealing with deliberately, like, immediately what's happening afterwards. And so it's all contained. Like, those two seasons together are excellent to watch. Like, watching back-to-back and going straight through them. The themes are running together. The story is running together. Everything works really well. Like you said, it's it's about the characters. Yeah. Um, but then in the third season, it becomes about all these like big tech bozos, and it's like I don't care about these fucking Silicon I don't know, I love, Valley I love, fucking I love Vincent assholes. Castle. I love Vincent Castle acting like a freak, so like I'm down with it. <laughs> There's just too many fucking. They just bring all these fucking nerds in, and they're just like it's a bunch of Silicon Valley nerds that are just like we're fucking we're saving the world, bro, and I don't know. No, it really wasn't what it was about. I know. That's cool. (laughs) No, I know. But it it really, they brought in characters that I don't care about. And and then you find out there's the laws and then there's these other companies. And then it's just like, it gets so far away from the things that made the show cool that it's like, this is just turning into 
any other uh, again, HBO show that's just trying to be I, smarter than I anyone feel, else. I feel like, I feel, again, I feel like it was a transitory period because I feel like... But what's the, it transitioning to? World? <laughs> that's a good one. I like that one. Thanks. <laughs> um, what's it transitioning? Just World? Um, just season four of World. Season four, but no, but I mean, the story like, isn't, I don't know, man. The story isn't about what the play, the, the show isn't about Westworld. It's about the Android. I know, I know, but I, I agree with you in the fact that they could have included some more actual Delos stuff in the first, yeah. in the third season, instead of like veering off into this Roaboam fucking AI, the world needs to be freed from AI. And then Dolores decides not to kill everybody that she actually likes some people. Cause she's in love with the dude from breaking bad. Yeah. But like, but at and the now same, he has like the key to like everything in his mind. And then yeah, like, it gets, it's, it gets a little bit out there, but yeah, the last, but the after credit scene where they go and you find Dolores too, who's in Charlotte Hale's body. And then she made a copy of the man in black who then kills himself. Spoiler alert but and that last little bit and then she's like building more androids that are replicating people that that whole idea of like the high science fiction androids trying to take over the world and it's not all it goes back to the original story that Dolores was vengeful that Dolores wanted to change things so I, I kind of I'm very interested to see where they go with it because though I think the third season was a misstep in many ways it kind of is hard. Like, I don't think the TV show would have worked if she just came out and started building a bunch of robots and started doing, ha- and it just started being robots beating the shit out of people because that's Terminator. Yeah, you know I know, I mean? but like- I feel like the fourth season is just going to be Terminator, where it's just going to be. Let's hope not. Let's humans hope not. and like good hosts that are just trying to actually just like live a normal life and just like be cool, just do that. And then there's also like. Uh, Charlotte and all her Dolores too. Yeah, Dolores too. Who is was isn't Dolores also just fucking Anthony Hopkins, anyways? Or no, the <laughs> Dolores no. Or did he implant himself in somebody? Is somebody Bernard? He, Bernard. In the Bernard. second season, Anthony Hopkins turns out that he was in the like Matrix version of West. Excuse me, Westworld. Before he died, he had Bernard put his mind yeah. into the Matrix version, and he's like. We can't put a mind into a host because it dies, but but a human mind can exist yeah. in the the matrix world. And then, the, but then, and then there's also the thing of that the in the last episode of the third season where Bernard goes into the the thingy, and then it shows all those scenes of them, and then he wakes up again in clearly like some sort of post apocalyptic world. Yeah, but then you can't be certain what actually happened in between. The, I forgot about that. That was actually pretty sick though. When he goes in and he's like, yeah, I'm going to go figure it out. He goes yeah. in and then he wakes up and everything's fucked up. And you're kind of yeah. like, Oh my God, the future is not good. Something's right. going to happen. That's the thing about after the first season, you learn about how the show and especially the second season, how it messes with timelines and has multiple sort of things moving at different paces. You sort like it's similar to like a Dunkirk, except in this in this show it doesn't explain that at all until it leaves it as a surprise. Well, that was the big surprise for the first season, right? And then in the second season, you go into it knowing it, and then you're like, okay, and then it you sort of piece it together, and then the third season there's none of that until the last until the last, and then I think in the last episode, I think him going into that Matrix thing or whatever is going to set up the fourth season of shit being. 
like sort of pre-apocalypse during the event and sort of like years post apocalypse. That's I can fuck with that. I kind of so, want to see that. So you're going to see like the apocalypse play out in like different ways. I think. I guess because you because they never really said I don't even what know the if apocalypse Paul's coming back for the was. No, they just no, sort they of don't. like just say they're like, oh, the world's going to end. They're trying to prevent it, but now the world's going to end. <laughs> well, I think the thing was that that originally that the world was going to end, and then Dolores wanted it to happen yeah. but then she changed her mind and went against the 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 expectation and then they set off all the bonds to destroy yeah. all the ai shit and to free yeah, people the whole ai story storyline thing is confusing and i think a lot of it went over my head because like i understand it's like playing out all the possible variables and then essentially just like it's basically just a, the whole thing was that the ai is that the ai looks at you as like looks at the people and she realized and, and it judges your entire life. So like you can't do anything other than what the AI chooses you to do. And then that's why Dolores realizes that humans are just as much of a slave as they were yeah. to a bigger system. So she breaks that system. But then they say, if you do that, it's going to be the end of the world. The world's going to fall apart. Which obviously happens because, but whether the world falls apart because the AI knew that if they destroy all the AIs, then, then Dolores too is going to come and do some fuck shit or I don't know. Nobody, they they haven't really explained it, but I I am, I, I honestly, I think season three isn't again, far and away, not the best of the three seasons, but I don't think it's as, it's not bad. I don't think it's as your, your criticism was coming on a little sauced up there for a second. So I was like, oh man, does he really hate it that much? No, I'm just... I'm just, I just really like the first two seasons. So yeah. I'm just very disappointed. Oh, and yeah, I got to say first two seasons, outstanding television. You should definitely watch it. If you haven't seen, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's great. It very much in vain of Game of Thrones yeah. and, and that ilk of HBO TV shows. But, but man, True Detective, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it slaps. It was, it's a year. Yeah, because just the third season just kind of just felt sort of like, sort of any other sort of sci-fi show sort of dealing with like, you know, sort of like control and like sort of stuff. Again, I think it was a trans, uh, this is what I'm, this, this is what I was meant when I said it's, I think it's a transition is because they're trying to figure out a way to get to what season four and five are. And without being like, I guess it was kind of a misstep on, on telling the story and on the way that they wanted to do it. But it, it, at least it wasn't a ham-fisted, like... No, it wasn't trash. It, it just... You know what I mean? Like, And I, feel, I don't know how it could have been better. I just... I guess we'll just see what season just, four is. Because yeah. maybe season four will will uh, write the course. Like, it wasn't and, so awful where I'm like, oh my God, fuck this show. How could I waste eight hours of my life on this show? Oh my God. And but, no, I'm not going to... It's not like... It's like it's a TV show also, so I wouldn't give a shit that much either. But uh, like, I don't know. It just felt like it just kind of lost all the parts that made it really cool. But no, I do like you are right. I do think it is transitional and it is going to pay off in a really cool way. I hope. I hope. Fingers crossed. Like, let's let's not. I'm not going to say that it's definitely going to go that way because sometimes people, you, you know, people take left turns. They put out. 
couple good seasons yeah. and then they, they yeah because like i don't know i felt like the third season i kind of like knew what they were going for because i even always said it to you i was like the third season they'll leave the park and realize the park itself is sort of a park which it was the sir, world itself is sort of park, yeah which, which is what they it, did yeah is it like not as like straight up as that where it's a park inside of a park sort of thing but they basically just walked out to a world that's just as controlled and yeah calculated and that's the thing, and that's the thing as, is that dolores starts there yeah. is some good character growth though that dolores starts as a vengeful person and winds up becoming kind of like fighting for humanity and then the the dolores copy winds up losing her mind and wants to destroy stuff. And Bernard goes through all of his stuff. And, and there's some really cool moments in the show. And you find out that other people who you thought were humans were hosts, which yeah. is another recurring theme of the show where all of a sudden somebody who you thought was a human for a season or two seasons turns out not to be. And then sometimes you find out that people that you thought were, um, hosts were actually human. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of that too, playing around with identity, who is who, what, how, what is consciousness, what is being alive. So the first season is really about attaining that consciousness and the way that they play with time, the way that they play with um, repeating uh, loops. So you never really know what, what time anything is happening at. Like once you get to the point where the timelines kind of converge and you realize that it's multiple timelines, watching it again is kind of fucked up because you realize what stuff is happening yeah. in the past and what stuff is happening in the future and how how maybe the time the thing that you thought was the story that you thought was happening before is actually wrong because something that yeah. was it's actually, actually you know, playing out in a different light a than different, you initially yeah. saw it. Yeah. And like the the way that they do it too, the way that they set it up when um in the first episode where I don't remember see the first or second episode where the man in black comes and he goes to um the first episode is where the man in black comes and he he shoots Dolores. And then the yeah. second episode is when the other dudes come and they come to like rape her and do that stuff. By the way, trigger warning in this show, there's a lot of rape and uh and and violence. Uh not as gratuitous as Game of Thrones. Um, but uh it is But it kind of nails it that if uh, a bunch of rich white Silicon Valley nerds get got into a giant VR world and could do whatever they want with no consequence, they gon' rape. Dude, we play Red Dead Redemption and people grief us for no reason. Yeah. Like, that's all they do. They just get to a high level and, and they walk like, around and grief everybody because you can't leave me the it. fuck alone. I'm yeah. just trying to sell some moonshine. Yeah. I'm <laughs> trying to run a legitimate, illegitimate business here. Yeah. I'm trying to run... <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to run a legal, illegal business. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let me go, dude. Fuck I'm off. I'm trying to run an illegal business like it's legal. <laughs> I will pull this fucking deer antler off of my horse and shove it straight up your ass, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it is and then she and then she runs away. Yeah. And then she shows up and she finds William, but the scene before the black hat guy is in. So they make you think it's one continuous thing, but it's actually happening in two different times. Yeah. And there's a lot of like playing around with that and leaves you guessing there's a lot of um mystery and intrigue as you go through the first season which is really good and then the second season is more about expanding the horizons of of the park and of what was really going yeah. on in the park and they were collecting the data See, i wish i wish uh, like season two was a little longer and you got a little bit more parks 
That would have been cool. I want more parks. Yeah, because the samurai, because samurai world stuff. Samurai world. They had all the like sick ass like. I would appreciate a nice medieval world. Japanese Mm -hmm. actors that they had in it were so good. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Plus, you get to see Maeve being a badass. Okay, and uh, the first season, Maeve gets upgraded because she wants to escape. She gives an upgrade. She gets the people to give her or the technicians to give her an upgrade, which allows her to be super. Uh, strong and super violent and super smart like super super smart and she can control other other hosts using her mind and she can control the programming well she can control him using her voice but then in season two she learns how to do it with her mind and that's in samurai world and there's this really cool part where they she realizes that she can do it and then she makes all the samurais kill each other's fucking awesome um but uh yeah the second one is dealing with uh it's a lot less dealing with um the questions of like uh consciousness and sentience and, and morality and and all that and it's really going into the nitty-gritty of why the company was doing it what the company was doing that's illegal like collecting the data on the humans that the park wasn't actually about the hosts it was about yeah. collecting data on humans yeah they're and, mining humans like memories and their data and, and their data yeah so the hats that they wore in the park were actually taking all of their uh emotional information their memories their their mind data and putting it into every time the people that would come would come there it would collect more data so they had whole books of information on people and it deals a lot with um also like this this the trying to figure Dolores is trying to figure out what she wants to do and there's a part of that where it's like the the host's minds can go into this perfect world that um, Anthony Hopkins' character created for them or they can choose not to and there's all this stuff and there's a lot of host versus host stuff and and it it, it, it kind of expands on everything in the first one but in a, like a very um, uh, it makes sense how they expand because it happens immediately in the narrative's timeline immediately after season one there's no break it starts pretty much right after the the first scene is kind of like a couple weeks after but then it flashes back to like immediately after and so you're following what's happening up into one specific event and then and what's happening afterwards and you're seeing all of it unfold um but it's still in the park and we do get to see samurai world which i thought was great uh and we do get to see more India world, India world, Tiger world. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's India world, and and or I don't. I forget what they called it. They called it some other. Uh, the something. I don't know. It's some sort of like Indian or some so Indian as in not not Native American Indian is in India. As in like India. we're talking about like British, like British Empire, British Indian. Empire, India. Yeah, um, and and that's all. That's all. That's all dope. It's all. Uh, I thought everything that they did in the second season was great. It's a it's a bit differently toned than the first one because yeah. obviously the the everything has changed. Because starting yeah, the first season, nobody has sentience. Excuse yeah, me. and then in the second season, like the first season, you sort of had like you you thought you knew who the good and bad characters, and then by the second season, you're going into it and shit's totally flipped. You're like, oh, this is. Yeah, things are getting like, a lot more confusing and a lot more. There's a lot more depth people's to the loyalties characters. aren't as clear. Uh, it's very well, and also because a lot of gray also, area stuff. Also, because a lot of the people yeah. who didn't have sentience until the end of the first season, and now all of the main players who are main characters, the hosts, are all sentient. So there's a lot more going on. But then, even still, with the sentience, there's like mysteries to it and things. People are controlling other people, and Dolores is doing 
on her rampage and doing all these different things. But it's it the first season really plays out like a puzzle. Yeah. Like it's all it's about that maze. It's about coming yeah. to sentience and walking through that door. And then the second season is like the chaos that happens afterwards. Is the second is, do they go to Mexico in the second season? Like to the Mexico area of Westworld. Is that World? the Confederales and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part's sick. And then like they put the uh what is it? Like isn't it like nitroglycerin? Yeah, he makes like, them the drink the nitroglycerin. And then they shoot them and then yeah. they start exploding. And he makes the one dude, dude. drink that yeah. There's some episodes that are like standalone episodes where like it kind of is just like a western. Like so in first and second season you do get some episodes that are like that, which are really cool. Um, it is, and honestly, the second I think uh, Ed Harris in this show is outstanding. Oh, he kills it! Yeah. He has the the one line that he has in the second season that I was trying to say earlier when he's like at the table with the dude. This is right before he makes him. It's the when Dolores goes to kill all the confederate or confederates or whatever you call them, and then they, uh, she doesn't kill them. The federales, confederales, or whatever they're called. Federales. I don't know. Just the feds. Whatever. And then the one they let them live, but then later the man in black runs into him and and they're in the town and and he they're in the they're in the Mexican town and he's like oh yeah he's like you say you know death but you don't even but you can't recognize him sitting across the table from you and then just goes ape and like and he says Ed Harris like I'm the baddest man on earth he's like oh yeah you say you know death but you can't even recognize him sitting at a table across from you. And then just starts, boom, 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 boom. There's a lot of hard shit. Yeah, there's a lot of sick, sick, sick lines. There's a lot of sick action. and But at the same time, it's like, it is still high sci-fi. Like, we're still talking about, like, very high concept stuff. Yeah, no. I always think, like, if you went into the park and you walked in some fucking town called like buckhead falls what would you what would be the first thing you did honestly i was thinking about this today i don't think that i could do yeah i don't think i could shit. get too buck like yeah at, at the first like, time. i don't think that i, I could, think i would just go to like a saloon because because all of the hosts look talk act like people they all have memories they all have stories yeah. so it's like you go to the saloon and then you're like hanging out with some girl and she's telling you about how great you are and her story of growing up and doing all this stuff. You go upstairs and you guys sleep together and then afterwards you just boom. Like I couldn't yeah. do that. That would give me PTSD. I would I would have an I would no I think I could no. get I could get with a robo sex worker. Are we talking about like in real life? Like are we talking about like maybe ten years in the future? Like I'm talking about if I walked into Westworld and I was Oh yeah, absolutely. No, that's that's anything that's like a, a normal human thing. Like I could get, get have some drinks and hang out with them and like go outside and shoot my gun in the air and 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 you know maybe I get into a, like a, a a fist fight or something. But like I don't think I could like cross that line into felony territory. Yeah. Dog. Like I don't no, think no. I, like I couldn't like go in and like fully immerse myself into like Mexican outlaw lifestyle. <laughs> no. I don't even if even if I knew that they couldn't no, hurt me and I but knew I, that I, I couldn't be, but I wouldn't mind going in and maybe starting a bar fight or something maybe yeah yeah that's fine I, I might I might fuck somebody up while some dude plays like some song like just starts the going on piano it's like do 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 just some guy just playing goes the entertainer and you're yeah. just bottling someone that's fine yeah, just fantastic because but but then once it gets to the point where that's because like that's the thing like like it's one thing when you're playing a video game where it's like oh here's this 
you're in a virtual world shooting virtual people that that but no video game is is uh so advanced that like you can sit down and have like a uh an hour long conversation with an AI that's going to tell you about its childhood and stuff like that. And it's not physically real. Like, I think that there's a difference, like something that's physically real is like, I'm not really scared of things in horror movies because they're not real. It's, it's something on a screen. It's something that I'm watching that I know was manufactured. But if I was outside at night and I saw uh, you know, spindly, big-headed figure standing in the in the dark in the in the tree line, staring at me. I'd piss myself of because course. that's like real. That's real. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's a there's a sense of like reality that that like is there. So like, can I go on Red Dead Redemption and sh- and shoot an arrow at some dude? Sure. Would I want to literally physically be in a place where I could shoot someone with an arrow and watch them bleed out? No. I think that would fuck hmm. my mind up. I would, yeah, I wouldn't probably go to Westworld. I could probably do that if it were, if it was Mafia World. If you could just go to World and it's just New Jersey World. Again, it's not, for me, it's not even the world. Dude. I mean, I know and the then joke. Basically, and then it's basically, I'm just like Donnie Brasco, except like at the end of the day, I can just walk out of the park and be like, I'm good. I didn't kill I people. I couldn't do. I just I killed ten do, people named Vito, and I don't, I don't think feel I could bad do about that. I mean, I, I guess the idea is that like this is in the future, and that it's supposed to be like a thrilling experience. It's supposed to be where you can let your. But what if you went in one day, stabbed true. the person in the face fifty times, left the park, and then the next day walked in, saw the exact same person, and they're just like, "Hey, see that would be." I think it would break the human brain. I think it would. I. I don't think I could cross over into the weird... Like, sure, I would love to go on, like, a buffalo hunt or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really. Not real buffalo. But, like, in the West World, I'd love to do some, like, yeah. you know, some kind of old-timey frontier stuff. So long as no... I yeah. mean, I wish that the, they didn't do that to the buffalo. But mm. that was a bad example. But my point is, is that I would like to do something where it's, like, old-timey yeah. and whatever, you know, feeling like I'm in a Western movie and all that stuff. But if it came down to holding cold, hard steel in my hand and turning someone's head into a canoe, shouts out... Uh, uh, tombstone um, that I I don't <laughs> shouts out Wyatt Earp and Tombstone. Uh, it's uh, I I couldn't uh, I couldn't do it. I don't think I could do it. I could. I could. One bad day. <laughs> one bad day. Is that who it is? I if I screwed <laughs> that up in Tombstone, who plays it? Who's the guy? But uh, no, nah, I could. Kurt Russell, yeah, Kurt Russell. But who does he play? Yeah, no. Yeah, if there Wyatt was a, a, oh, okay. there was was a like, fake AI world, <laughs> I would definitely, I could definitely become a psychopathic killer. I think that's really good. I'm glad that I get to go somewhere isolated with you for a couple days tomorrow. <laughs> oh, you know, unless you can open up some sort of time loop where you <laughs> keep coming back every morning, then you know. <laughs> I know. As a joke. I was making a joke. I know that Matt's not going to do anything to me. Oh, no. Now I'm definitely throwing your body into the water. For yeah, sure. I was going to say, if I screwed that up about Tombstone, I'd feel like such a dunce because Tombstone is like one of my favorite movies. But I was right. Yay. Um, yeah, no. The, the I, I don't think... I don't know. I think that the whole idea of it is so... This is one of those TV shows where they, you know, they talk about science fiction taking one idea or one technology and pushing it to the future and then and then building it around it i think that this is such a great example of that because like this is something that could happen in a couple in like 20 years 
Uh, yeah. If we're not all dead, but um, you know, but I, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, you could, you could go to Amazon's fucking Atlantis world, and you can go and you can swim with Neptune or in Poseidon and all those people or whatever. You can go to Guillermo yeah. del Toro's free and zone. Jeff Bezos knows everything. He knows everything you've ever done. You go and to Guillermo del Toro's freak zone and hang out with Hellboy or have sex with the yeah. fish man. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. See, would you? Okay, let's talk about let's talk about AI worlds. Who, what's who's your dream AI world designer? Oh, that's hard. Pick like three like creatives to like make like your ideal like world that like you don't know what it would be but like you'd be like that's, right, that's so something i would right, fuck so with. if we're gonna go like guillermo del toro obviously there'd be like a fucked up monster world but like, i would i i would love to go to like uh i would love to go to see with what like whatever he came up with i would love to see uh christopher nolan come up with some kind of weird spy world to be in okay yeah. i think that would be kind of sick some Lock. sort of, yeah, just some sort of weird, cri- you're part of like some sort of either weird crime syndicate or like anti, like counter like, crime I would syndicate. Just like ima- I would imagine Chris- Christopher-, Christopher Nolan just remaking Grand Theft Auto 5. Or but like, adding and, and, his. But adding his vision. Yeah. You know what I Jesus mean? Like Christ. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be fun. That'd be, that'd fun. be, fun. That'd be fun. good. It's a good one. Um, my second one would be, uh, I think I, I would love to go. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of like, of like, I don't know. This is tough, dude. This is tough. I think Guillermo del Toro could make a sick, sick zone. Yeah. Some kind of like weird magic fantasy zone or like a kind of like a Hellboy type thing or just, or just Guillermo del Toro's realm of nerds where he has like different realms for each thing. That'd be you know, sick. Go to the mech world or go to the 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 Hellboy world or the the the, the whatever he wants to call it, the magic world or whatever. You know, I think that all of those could be really, really hard, really great. Um and I this one's gonna be super uh lame, but I, I would love to see uh a a some kind of um uh Oh, this is hard. This is this is really hard. You got any? You, are you coming through with any? Right oh, I, I got I got like three. Okay, give me your three while I think of it. So, one. firstly, like I'd go into like some sort of like crazy like Michael Mann Miami like drug oh, dealer like eight that's dr- hard eighties Miami drug deal world like neon lights. So it's like it's like half like it's part like Nicholas Winding Refn meets like Michael Mann. That'll be hard. Yeah. Like some like crazy world like that. That'd be like cool. Like so new, it would be like, like the, a it, new, would be, it would be like the world that I suggested yeah. where it's like hot. It's like high spy crime action. Yeah. But, but, but more but like more, but more like just slimy nice. underworld. Yeah. I like, like, it. like, like neon. So instead lights, of, so instead of like, instead of like the, the tan colored suits with the black ties and the, and the dream weapons that you yeah. get in my world and your world, you'd I'm be talking like, like a dude in a trench coat with like a black eye. And hell a yeah. Whip. Yeah. And he's got like a whiskey and a cigar and it's yeah, like a like very that. obvious Coke problem. Yeah. I like that. Um, so that like a fucking just dirty mafia world. Um, uh, then something, 
something like a little more like fun, a little more whimsical, something like a like a Indiana Jones or like Uncharted Tomb oh, Raider type of like adventure, like a treasure hunt adventure with some sort of like a mythical sort of like monster, mysterious sort of thing. Like, I don't know, I the Temple of Doom, basically. That'd be hard. If you could just make a VR that's just Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, I'll go. It, you can leave out the racist Asian sidekick. I'm, I'm good. I don't need that, but you can just put me in the Temple of Doom. I'm happy. Hell yeah. And then uh, third, definitely like ancient like Greece, like Spartans. See, I just, was going to say something like that, too. Like, like, I was like, that, oh, could you But do then, it? like, it would also... I don't know. That'd be kind of boring. Because it depends on, like, are we... Are because, you like, if that, you then you added, like, the Greek mythology, like, portions, like, if you're just chilling, then a minotaur just, like, walks in, you're just like, ah, oh, shit, and everyone's like, that's fucking Randy, the minotaur. He's going to drink everything at the bar. Fuck this guy. And he's just like, oh, and you're like, don't fuck him. He'll fuck you with your battle axe. And be like, okay. That'd I don't, be a I don't fun know. World. I don't know. That, see, it depends because you, because I'm trying to see, like, you're saying, like, a know. creative director, not like trying to live in the world yeah. of a movie. Because, like, people would line up forever yeah. to go into Star Wars. Yeah. Or to go into, like, the MCU. If you could be a yeah. superhero in the MCU or you could be in the Star Wars universe in actual physical yeah. form, people would get, like, people would, do you know how quickly, how rich you would be? Oh, yeah. Look at Galaxy's Edge or whatever it was that opened at, yeah. at the Disney World. Yeah, you can go, well, you can go to fucking Warner Brothers and pay $250 and give you a fake Hogwarts degree. And I know f- multiple 30-year-olds that have that and they still don't even have a GED. And it's like, come on, where are your priorities lie here? But Priorities lie you know, in uh, Hogwarts, I guess. I guess so. But like, uh, I guess in that, I don't know. I don't know who that would be. Like a world just more or less just based on like the like the Iliad and stuff and just the uh, the Odyssey. That'd be hard. I, I could cool. do some like deep like some like expanse type space stuff like like you or yeah. like Blade Runner type like yeah that'd be cool. But no, f- uh, but definitely first two would be like a Michael Mann like Underworld and then like a like a George Lucas Steven Spielberg like adventure Hell like yeah. treasure that'd adventure so like something like the Goonies even even though like. But something just like kind of fun. That'd be no, I get fun. it. I get it. I get what you're saying. Um, those are all good. Those that, this was a great question because it's it's hard. Like if you really think about it, it's it's tough uh, to think of what what it would what world you would want to see. But I guess again, all of these things like it's the idea of a fantasy. So you want something that's going to yeah. be exciting and whatever. Otherwise, you could just go to like whatever you're thinking of. Like if you're like, oh, I'd like like an Italian world. We'll just go to Italy, dog. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless you're saying you want to go to Italy and live another life, like you want to jump into the avatar of some rich Italian whatever. Yeah, you want to go and like become like the head of the Camorra, like yeah, go ahead. And yeah. then you can run a criminal enterprise. Go ahead. Go run a shoe factory. Go ahead. Do what you it want. Is, the Westworld does the it does play on this. It does the science fiction element so good because it plays on this idea that it, it could some this could be something. I mean, maybe not actual physical park filled with androids, but like VR is getting to the point where in like ten years, you're probably going to be able to put on a VR headset and go into a shared MMO world and actually yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, no, there, that's definitely what the goal uh, is in terms of VR and its capabilities, for sure. 
for sure full immersion and interaction with other people that are yeah millions and miles I don't think away. it's that I don't think it's that far away I think I don't think it's I, I think, think it's, it's I don't know I've never years. used any VR technology I don't know how good it is I've it's, never, it's definitely closer than you think it is uh, I feel like it's probably closer than we think it is um but yeah no the and again going back to the TV show first season is one of the better uh first seasons of tv i've seen i would highly recommend anybody to watch it and i have recommended people to watch it season two is is a really good follow-up season three it kind of dips a little bit but it's got it's got its moments um and uh and you know i think overall it's just nice to see television that's uh actually sick yeah like i feel like it's the you know like we're living through a period in the 2010s of like tv that's like actually really dope yeah there's a lot of so i mean there was always dope stuff but like some of the stuff that's come out in the last little while is just outstanding outstanding For television sure. uh yeah especially hbo has been really killing, killing it, it killing recently. it eventually we i mean i know you won't maybe i'll do a solo game of thrones one but uh i hated on game of thrones forever finally i'm watching it with my girlfriend long distance and uh and we're getting close to the end of it and you know what I understand now. I get why people like it. I uh, I was so adverse to it because it was so popular and everybody wouldn't shut up about it. And and because I don't like waiting weeks on end to see a new episode uh, of something. And uh, I just was like, I'll wait till it's done. And then when it was done, I just kind of put it away in a, in a shoebox in my the closet that is my mind and forgot about it. And I've been watching it now and I really, I really do get it. And there's a, a lot, it's not even just that, like it's across the board. There's a lot of good TV that's coming out, you know? And uh, I think that we're really living through a, a period where it's like, you we're seeing some great stuff. I mean, I, I just finished rewatching the first season of true detective. And again, uh, HBO, probably the best first season of a TV show I've ever seen. Yeah, no, it's up there. Like that and Fargo, which came out in the same year, surprisingly, are like the two best first seasons of a show. It it really well might be like it. I think I think True Detective season one as like an encapsulated thing is probably one of the best. Yeah, cinematic or uh, or filmic one of the best ten hours of whatever you want to. Yeah, it's it's so good, and Westworld is up there too. Westworld, the first season of Westworld is one of one of the better things that came out in the 2010s, and I think that that's that that's something that is undeniable. It is it is a really good watch. It's really great, gripping stuff. It's done so tastefully, so well. I I really really can't say enough good mm-hmm. stuff about it and season two as well um season three yes not it, it's a little bit of a lower level but it's still uh you know it's setting up a lot for season four so hopefully what's coming yeah. from it is great it's just like um you know we were talking about hannibal another ep- uh, episode a while back uh one thing that both hannibal and this show have together is a very strong artistic vision yeah and i think that that's one of the things that's great to see in tv now is that you have people who it's not like People are, um, yeah, because shows too, like, there's too many TV shows that you'll watch a show and then you'll be like, oh, it's this show. And then it's like the same dude. Like, like, for example, The Office. Once The Office came out, like, how many other shows were like that where it's the same thing, like, mockumentary style? Oh, yeah. And then there's like a billion other shows. And then, like, basically every comedy on American television for 10 years has just been trying to be The Office. 
or, or modern family or modern or, family or, basically or arrested development the, or, yeah it's all trying to be the same thing so then like if you see like a comedy that's slightly different you're like oh fuck that's amazing but it's also just nice to see somebody obviously you yeah. see these shows being made with with a distinct cinematographic yeah. cinematographer cin- whatever a, a distinct um a distinct visual and um and cinematic yeah. uh tone and and voice it's yeah. like the first season of west uh, not west well first season of westworld yes but the first season of true detective is is literally yeah. dripping with this like cosmic horror yeah. tr- detective and now style. there's like all these fucking like southern gothic moody detective shows yeah. and it's just like fuck off but most of like, them didn't do it as good as they did like and it was- no like like fuck like you don't have Ozark without True Detective. Like you don't. Ozark's get, sick though. You don't get that shitty, saturated blue, green, gray TV show. Ozark's sick though. Yeah. I also watched The Outsider, uh, which was surprisingly yeah. okay. Yeah, that was just what if we shot a Stephen King book like a Nick Pizzolatto show? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. It just seems like HBO now is just like. Every crime show they put out looks like True Detective now. Well, but they had a period of time where they were yeah. doing that a lot too. With like, think about like the True Blood era yeah. of HBO and shit. Well, it's like the like, same thing. Like when Sopranos came out, and then everybody's like, "Oh, we need some big fucking ensemble." Yeah, cast they did. They did. Shit, they then, did. Uh, True True Blood, and then yeah. Show Showtime did Penny Dreadful and. All these, you know, you you they, they, there yeah. are these trends that people. But the one thing, but that's Penny nice, Dreadful is actually a really good show. Is it? I haven't watched it. I thought about starting it the other day, and I just I was like, I don't know. Is it worth watching? Should I watch it? It's pretty good. I think I've only seen a couple episodes. Well, I remember maybe, I'll give, like, maybe I'll give it a try and see and see how it feels. I was but, thinking about it recently. The, I was thinking about a show recently. I was like, I should give that show another go. But the one thing I do really like is that there are these actual artistic artistic perspectives and vision that's being put into these shows and that you do see it and it's not that it wasn't there when when i was a teenager in the in the 2000s but i feel like it was um things the tell because of streaming things have not we're, we're still not thought of in like one capsule like people think of like a season now as like one big movie pretty yeah, much pretty where much. they're like we're gonna look at this as like a movie we're gonna treat it as like a uh, uh, as like one encapsulated narrative, it's not episodic. It's like a series. It's actually like a. Yeah. a it's not an episodic show. It's a what do you call the other one? I can't. Um, my mind's blanking. But I, there's a word for it. And um, and uh, so it's not cereal. just serial. Serial. Yeah. There you go. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not. Uh, um, we're not following just like random episodes that are done in kind of the same style. It's all one big grand scheme of things and i like that a lot more it, it's a lot easier to to binge watch something like that whereas before in the 2000s that didn't exist so a lot of the tv shows were just you know um they were just kind of yeah. episodic apparently the new perry mason shows like that like it's like episode like it's uh like episodic but like it's like dark though hmm. apparently lovecraft countries like that too where there is an overarching thing, but every episode is like a different creature or a different That's, thing. That'd be cool. I want to, yeah, I mean, I want to watch that show and the new Perry Mason. Apparently, those are really good. Both HBO shows. So, uh, so I guess we should go back to this Westworld thing. Is there anything you want to say about the cast? Anybody who does anything and does it mm-hmm. uh, s- sticks out to uh, you? Well, Ed Harris is a fucking G. He kills it. Fandy uh, Newton kills it. She kills it. 
I still have a crush on Evan Rachel Wood. Um, call him, call him if you hear this, Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah. Um, no, don't actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think the I music. I don't think your girlfriend would like that. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, oh, the intro the, song the, is so the, good. The intro song sick, and all the music is sick because it's all like contemporary, like rocks and like just pop songs that you would re- you recognize but they do it in the style of whatever so when they're in the west world it's usually like in a western sort of piano style like a yeah. saloon bar style and like you realize it and there's a lot of like big songs and you'll be watching a show and you'll be like is this that song and it took me a while in the first season before i real it took me a couple episodes for me to catch on to that because there's a lot of songs that i was like that sounds like this, but it's it's really cool. The soundtrack and score to the show is really cool. That's probably... Um, obviously, in the first season, the editing is really good because they managed to make you not... There's no, like, fucking big plot holes or big editing mistakes that would that gave away the biggest plot twist. No, they did uh, a great... It's a great... Uh, that, I agree so with you there. He is obviously very well written. It's a Nolan. Their all their scripts are very meticulously written. Um, yeah, it's well acted. It's HBO. Overall, so it's, it's great. Good budget. It's great. Looks great. I don't know. We can't really knock it. What I have knocked is just how lack of character based. I think the third season was, and how lack of. West world it was but well there we might disagree but we do agree yeah. that it is not as good as the first two yeah but I mean I, no, again, but I, I do de- I definitely agree that you it's what you said it's, it's a transitional thing and I think I'm still excited to see what the fourth season will be and I'll still watch it and I st- I want it I want it to be good and I want it to well, bring we'll, me back we'll, in we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes we'll do a follow-up like two years from now when whenever the next season comes out we'll, we'll have to talk about it and have to see how it's how it shapes up i guess so uh unfortunately i think i have to cut this one a little bit short i just saw what time it was i do have to go home and do some things before we go to the cottage tomorrow but we do have a ton of uh ideas that we were been talking about about things to do while we are up at the cottage to bring you some kind of cool new different uh uh, uh content next week um so we will have some stuff. It may be a bit late like this one is because uh, it's been a bit busy around here. But uh, And I don't exactly know what we're going to be talking about. We'll just say it's a surprise. Let's just say it's a mystery. And we'll see next week where we're at. Uh, it may be that we have to drop a, a, one of the mini episodes to kind of tide you over. And then the next mm-hmm. week we'll come up with stuff. We're not exactly sure. We're just going to see how it goes. We're just vibing. We're just straight up vibing with this one. Yeah. That's uh, pretty much it. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything to promote except for the fact that uh, my album, High Strangeness, comes out on the 30th of October. And my single feel featuring AKA Soleil is on our SoundCloud. So go listen to it if yeah. you're listening to this. Yeah. Anything for you? Uh, listen to my other podcast, Liz Morris Hates Himself. Um, yeah, there's a five part series about Operation Wrath of God that just finished. Um, the Mossad. The Mossad and terrorism and stuff and honestly it's pretty exhausting and now i'm glad that i can go on to something else i don't know what the next topic's gonna be uh i don't know if there's gonna be, i think the next episode is just gonna be a uh, ranty episode because i don't have enough time to well, we might we might do, do something at the cottage well no no but like between today 
and tomorrow morning I have to record an episode. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. So, and I don't have 10 hours to do research into something for an episode because yeah. that's how much time of research goes into a single episode. So, so the people just have to be patient. So and, people and are gonna just going to get 40 minutes of me yelling about it's something. Gonna be, we're going to figure it out. We're going to yeah. have a bunch of surprises. And then shit will be back. And then, yeah, the thing that I want to do with you, hopefully there's something. Um, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. I am Otis Morris. Follow cool. you, PLMRDR. That's uh, at PLMRDR on Twitter and Palm Reader without the last E. So P-A-L-M-R-E-A-D-R uh, on Instagram. Give give us a follow. Uh, watch Westworld. Maybe you can strive to be as cool as the as Ed Harris is in that show. Uh, yeah. Although I don't, although he is a, 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 a megalomaniacal murderer. So I don't know if I should say yeah. that, but anyway, uh, and we'll- yeah. And as terrifying as Westworld is, uh, you know what? Red dead redemption six. So yeah, hell yeah. Honestly, we play that all the time. We might play that tonight. So, you know, you guys could play yeah. with us. I might go collect holler. a couple coins, sell that ho- shit ho- and nice profit. Holler at us. Illegal, yeah. Yeah. illegal, illegal business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll see you next week with, uh, with yeah. some kiss with a some. gypsy. Yeah. Peace out. Peace out. Brr.